Hello everyone, welcome to the That's How We Lead podcast series of Capgemini Netherlands. My name is Coco Leisner and I will be your host of this series in which we will talk to some of our female leaders about their career in IT. Who are these role models next to their responsible jobs and how did their career journey look like? Let's find out with our first guest, Janine Peek, Managing Director of Capgemini Netherlands. Welcome Janine. Thank you, Coco. Very good to have you here. It's now uh, in the afternoon. Did you have your lunch break, fully energized? I had a fantastic lunch break, yeah. It's the, the weather is great, so I decided to go for a walk with the dog. Always good to have a walk outside in between meetings. Exactly. Then we can start with uh, the first question that we have. But I like to talk about you first before we talk about your career journey. So when people look for your name on Google, they will get to know you as managing director. But who is Janine Peek next to this role? Yeah, so my uh, yeah, next to uh, managing director, I think the most important thing is that I'm obviously uh, I'm married to uh, my husband Art, and I have two uh, daughters, uh, 21 and 19. They both uh, are out of the house now because hey. they study in uh, in Enschede. And uh, next to, to that, I like to sport. I like to walk with the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Good. And the two daughters, they they study. They study something in IT. Uh, they don't study IT, but uh, they do st- both have a technical uh, study. So okay. my oldest is industrial management and mm. the youngest is uh, technical medicine, both oh, okay. at the University of Twente, where, by the way, I also studied myself. When I oh, was nice. Yeah. So it brings you back some memories when you uh, go visit them at the university. Yeah, yeah <laughs> my uh, oldest daughter even uh, became part of the same sorority that I oh. was in when I studied. So that's Funny, <laughs> I can tell you. <laughs> Did you already had a, a mother-daughter event that you could join? I, I, we are the only mother-daughter in that whole sorority. <laughs> at, this mo- at this point in time, but it can change. Still oh, fathers, yeah. Funny. Yeah, very funny. And you said you like sports. What kind of sports do you do? I, I Myself, I'm running, but I, uh, I actually, I'm a, originally a hockey player. I used to uh, love to play hockey, but last 10 years I uh, was more coaching the team than playing hockey myself which is also fun yeah and then uh, coaching the team of the, of the, my of the daughters, daughters? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah yeah great and if you go running do you sometimes then go with the running community of Capgemini I never did that no <laughs> no no but I do uh, run uh, with uh, people from the city of Zeist okay, okay. Uh, which is also uh, also interesting and, f- and fun yeah Sounds good. So then more about your career journey, because you have a very challenging and responsible role as a managing director, something you don't just get overnight. Can you tell us a bit about your journey in becoming managing director? Yeah, if you look at my uh, journey, I've, I, uh, I think the most part of my uh, journey I've been in sales. Yeah, so sales, account executive, uh, sales manager, sales director, and then uh, general management uh, positions for the last uh, 10 years. But I started my career actually as a project manager. I did that for two years. In my evaluation of my manager in that time, he said to me, you are the worst project manager <laughs> I've ever met. <laughs> and, uh, and so after a couple of nights, bad nights uh, sleep over <laughs> that, uh, he said to me, I think you are, you should go and move into sales. It looks more like your, that's the, pe- the place where your career uh, should be. And he was totally right. I moved into sales. I loved sales and uh, I've always stayed there. And that's also an example of that not everything always goes well and that you really grow off that kind of feedback conversations. It's a a nice example of a first step in your career. Um, If you then look back at your full career, what moment are you then most proud of? I don't think that that is that moment. (laughs) 
No, that was that was one of the the less least proud moments. But <laughs> uh, I've I think I've been very proud. Of, there are a lot of proud moments. Uh, the moment that you win your first large uh, deal, uh, the compliments you sometimes get from customers about something you did. Um, but I'm also very proud when I started here at Capgemini. Uh, it's a fantastic company and a fantastic role to be in. Uh, so getting yeah. that position, yeah, I was also very proud to get that. Can imagine. Yeah. And you already said it was a very good lesson, that feedback conversation on your project management skills. Did you have other mistakes from which you've learned in the past? I've had a lot of mistakes, but <laughs> I, I don't know how much time we have. <laughs> <laughs> enough, yeah, enough. No, no, I, I made a lot of mistakes because I've always been a bit opportunistic as well. And so <laughs> I, I try things and sometimes they fail. I think making mistakes also made me the person I am today because you learn a lot from your mistakes. If everything only goes well, then I think you uh, you will learn not as much as when you make mistakes and at least try something new. Yeah. yeah, these mistakes are needed to really grow as, yeah. as a person I and think as so, a professional. Yeah. And during this, uh, this career journey, did you also had some inspiration? I've always been inspired by, uh, by people. Uh, so I, I, I love reading articles and books about a person. And a couple of weeks ago, I was reading an, an article about Grace Hopper. Mm. Grace Hopper, in 1949, uh, designed the first application or program language. Uh, before for 1949, we used mathematics to program computers. But mathematics are very difficult to relate to. So she said, we, want, we actually need to have something that for humans is easier to understand. So she designed the first programming language. Oh, wow. So how cool is that? Yeah. There was a, there was a lady cool. doing that. Yeah, yeah. very cool. Yeah. That inspires me. People like that inspire me. And do you have different ways to get that kind of inspiration? I like to read. And sometimes I also listen to, uh, to what other people tell me uh, who they find inspiring. And you studied at the University of uh, Twente, yeah. just like your daughters. Uh, you studied there engineering, which shows that you had an interest in engineering from a very young age. What is the thing about the engineering world that interests you so much? Oh, I always liked uh, how things work uh, already when I was uh, a, a kid. Uh, so a lot of my friends uh, played with uh, Barbies and I always played with Lego. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, I've, it, I've always had an interest in, uh, in technology. It's just in the, in the genes, I think. Yeah. And that's also why, you know, I've been working in IT companies uh, for quite a while yeah. already. What do you like so much about working in IT companies? Yeah, what I like uh, about IT is that it's uh, so much in the in the essence of what companies can become. It's very future focused. It helps companies to improve, improve their business. It's very powerful in how organizations operate. And that's what I like about IT. In the, in the early days in IT, when I started, uh, IT was very much about cost and efficiency. And if you look at how IT transformed in all those years to where it's now, and the type of discussions I'm now having with customers compared to like 25 years ago, it's totally different. And I think there's not a better time to be in IT than there is now. The whole digital transformation, the, the way all our customers look at IT, the importance of IT, it's, uh, yeah, in that sense of fantastic. I don't think I'll ever leave. <laughs> that's good, that's good. Yeah, IT is now everywhere. It's indeed at the heart of many, many different things. Yeah. You have been working thus in, in business and technology for quite some time. Did you experience any advantages of being a female leader in this business and technology sector? 
Yeah, I, I think one of the biggest advantages of being a female leader in a technical environment is that you're one of the few. So it's very easy to stand out. And you can sometimes use that if you stand out uh, so that you're, you're, you're very visible. I also worked in the in temporary employment agency. I, went for, I was uh, the managing director of uh, Unique and for Content in the past, where there is a lot of females. It's, much, it's less easy to stand out as female there. Yeah, I can. So, so, and it's, the, it can be a benefit if you are one of the few. And some yeah. people tell me there's no queue before the ladies' bathroom. Oh, yes. <laughs> Which, is also <laughs> Which is also really true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've had a very great career so far and you've achieved many great milestones, as you already told. But also you were once at the beginning of your career, just like many young female professionals right now. What would be your advice to young emerging female professionals? Yeah, I think my most important advice I can give to people is that they should stay themselves. Make sure that you raise your hand if you want something or you want to achieve something, but, uh, but stay close to yourself. I think people are the best if they are authentic. And did you had any challenges for yourself in the past with staying authentic? Uh, I don't think I have issues with staying authentic in the past, but I do remember that uh, that in the early days when we start talking about diversity and inclusion, a lot of the training we gave young women was about how do you behave in a male environment, mm. which is very much about how do you change women to be successful in the male environment. I think... The good thing is that we passed that stage. And now it's not about how, do, how can you change yourself. It's much more about how do you embrace who you are and that we embrace diversity and inclusion much more than we did in the past. And I, So in that sense, I think stay yourself because we want a diverse and inclusive uh, environment. And so if everybody's the same, that's not very diverse. That right? wouldn't help. That, that doesn't help. foster creativity exactly. and innovation and efficiency, productivity. So uh, yeah. yeah, very good. True. Before we close off, because we're already at the end of the podcast, I was wondering who you would like to nominate to be the guest of the next That's How We Lead podcast and why you would like to nominate her. I would like to nom nominate Tineke Meins because I think she is a great example of a very diverse and inclusive woman. And I'm uh, curious to hear what she has to say on your questions. Good. And do you have a question for her yourself as well that she can answer during the podcast? Yeah, so she is she's in HR, uh, she's our HR director, and she is um, has always been in a much more, I think, environment where there are uh, uh, more women maybe than when where I came from. Uh, so I'm curious to see if she also encountered problems or passed over in her career because she was a woman. Okay, I'm very curious to hear what Tineke has to say yeah, about me it. Too. <laughs> for now, thank you, Janine, for your experiences and your personal journey. It was very great to have you here. And to our listeners, stay tuned for the next episode with Tineke Mainz. Thank you, Janine. Thank you, Coco.